my friend. Welcome to the Intentional Mind Podcast. I'm your host, Ange Barnard, and today we're talking about teaching other people how to treat you and how it's so important that you do this if you want to intentionally design your life. If you're the kind of person who is like, I want to live a big chunk of my life feeling really good every day. And we all know not every day is going to be like that. And we are going to go through hardship as humans. I get it. But I really do feel like if you get in the habit of teaching other people how to treat you, you are going to have more of those higher energy filled days versus being at the effect of how other people show up. That's what I'm talking about. And we all know that we have been affected by other people's energy. You know, you might have someone around you that complains a lot. And you notice when you're around them, your energy goes low too. Uh, You might have someone around you that is just very argumentative and that always wants to pick a fight. And you might find yourself triggered by that. That's the stuff that I'm talking about. So when you teach other people how to treat you, you can minimize the amount of catabolic energy that is getting brought to you. That's what we're going to talk about. So what inspired this episode? I was talking to one of my one-on-one clients, and he was telling me that he's noticed a trend of where many staff members of his have been coming to him and complaining galore. And he's like, I don't want to hear it anymore because it just really affects my energy and it brings me down. But I've noticed they just keep coming to me and doing that. And energetically, this makes sense. And you know why it does? Is because I have done an energy assessment with this person. And this person actually has a lot of what I would call anabolic energy, that positive, uplifting, building energy. And when someone else is feeling low, They often want to go to someone that they feel like that person can help them. You know, and this other person has a lot of that fixer energy. So they come with their problems to this person and it's like, fix them. And then that other person is feeling the effect of that catabolic energy coming at them. So I'm just sharing this because I know a lot of you that listen to the show may also have some of that fixer energy. Like maybe that has been your role in a relationship or in your family or just by the work that you do. You solve problems, you fix things, you help people. And with that, you may also get some people coming to you with that catabolic energy, wanting help, wanting to be fixed, wanting your positive energy. So if you're not mindful about this, what can happen is you can drop down with them. So in this situation, what I suggested for him was that he started to teach other people how to treat him. So to further elaborate on that, this is about him telling them what he is going to tolerate and what's acceptable to say to him. And also that he didn't want to hear all of the complaints and educating them on that. Like, look, I really... I care about you and I want you to enjoy the work that you're doing. And something that would be helpful for both of us is for, let's say when there is an issue, that you think of a solution to that issue. And then you can come to me and share 
what your ideas are to make that thing better. So versus just sharing the problem, what are your ideas to make it better? So this way they know when they're coming to him, they still feel safe to express how they're feeling and they're coming with a solution-focused mindset. And the thing here is the solution-focused mindset is at a higher energy state. And if they're getting their brain to think that way before they come to you, they're vibing at a higher energy because they're not stuck on the problem. So that's my point here. So he was like, yeah. He's like, so I can communicate to them that that's the rule from now on. If you if you experience any, any challenges, I want you to come to me with ideas to make it better. What do you think we could do as a team to make this better? And the other thing that he wanted to implement was at meetings to have everyone share what they were proud of themselves for overcoming. So instead of getting into the discussions around how hard something was, because he also started noticing a trend where people started talking about how hard things were on a regular basis. Like, this is hard. This thing is hard. This thing and all of that. Their energy was going fixating on that. And he's like, I don't want my team to be focused on that. And I said, yeah, because what happens is then they're going to start to see the world in that way where it's like they're looking for the challenge, they're looking for what's hard versus looking for what they're overcoming and the solutions. That's the stuff that lives in the higher energy and the opportunities. Because if you are fixating on what is wrong and what's hard, then you're going to be vibing at that lower level and you're not going to see opportunity. And some of us are doing that in our lives. So this podcast is about teaching other people how to show up from this higher energy place. So that was a new thing that he implemented in team meetings is that we're going to talk about the things that we're proud of ourselves for overcoming. And that's of a higher energy. On the scale, you're starting to build in that anabolic energy. And if you are one that still hasn't downloaded the energy communication guide, do that. And you'll know what I'm talking about when I say the higher levels. This is so important when it comes to communication. I just had an organization want to hire me for their whole, to work with their team around energy because they've been noticing that that lower energy has been showing up and they wanted to deep dive into each person's um, energy assessment, see how they perceive the world, give them tools to shift their own energy, shift each other's energy to be of the higher state so that they can I would say, bring more abundance into their life and also that everyone feels better. And whenever everybody feels better, they do better. They have better relationships, better family life. They bring that good energy into work. It's like all related, right? So this is important where we teach people because a lot of people don't know. And I think about, you know, my future life as a mother, how I really want my kid to know how to manage their own energy, to know how to shift energy. It's one of, I believe, one of the greatest gifts that you can learn. If you can notice other people's energy and you can do something that can help them shift it up, what a gift. And if you can do that in yourself, it's so cool to know that so that you don't have to be a victim in your life and be at the effect of every, everybody else's energy around you and what's happening around you. You know, you, you can shift out of it very quickly because at the end of the day, why do we do anything that we want to do? Because of how we think it'll make us feel always. It's always a feeling we're after. It's always an energy shift that we're after. But you have all those tools available to you now. And on another note, if you want to do an energy assessment and you want to do those uh, 
deep dive sessions. There's still a special going on right now. I will link the details to it. I would get on that very quickly though, since it's getting booked by organizations, my time's a little bit limited, but I would definitely jump on that. I think I'm gonna change it at the beginning of the year. So see what is out there. I'll put the link in if you're interested in that. I really feel like everybody should have awareness around their own energy and just how they're showing up and just really understand this stuff because it's gonna help you in your own personal relationships and in anything that, any endeavor that you pursue. Because the thing that's going to hold you back the most is going to be the catabolic energy, period. So what's triggering that for you now? You know, and it might be, per this discussion, it might be someone else's energy and how you're affected by that. And you're such at the effect of it versus being the one that is in charge of your energy. Energy, And that's the whole point of this episode is to make it so that you're not at the effect of other people's energy, but that you're teaching them how to show up around you So that helps your energy. And I guess in a sense, you still kind of are impacted, but I feel like you you can't fully get away from that because we as humans feel energy, you know, but you can be more intentional about the kind of energy that is around you. And that's what this whole show is about, is about being intentional. Okay, so that was an example specifically of my one client around teaching other people how to communicate with him and what kind of energy they're going to bring to him. So he made some, I guess I would say, rules around how to communicate with him and how to show up around him. And then he intentionally asked questions that would shift other people's energy up. If you've ever coached with me one-on-one or you're in my mastermind group or anything like that, you know one of my favorite questions to ask is what, what, what did you do to make yourself proud since the last time we spoke? Or what are you most proud of yourself for since the last time we spoke? You know, I phrase it in different ways, but it's all about making yourself proud. And I get you to think about that because I know that comes from a higher energy level. It's just like asking you, what are you grateful for? When you start thinking that, you start generating energy from a higher place. So that's an example is asking a question that causes someone to think that way that then emits that kind of energy. All right, so another example of this that happened in my life, I've talked about this several times on the show, um, was my whole wedding experience. And my whole wedding experience was, it was rough. It was one of, in in some ways, it was one of the best days of my life because I got to marry my husband and I love him so much. I'm so grateful for him and our life that we've built together. And it was also one of the hardest days of my life because there was a lot of family drama. It was a wedding that my husband and I both cried at, not tears of joy. I mean, there was tears of joy at some parts, but there was tears of just despair because of how people showed up and they couldn't manage their energy for the weekend. It just, they couldn't do it. So it was causing a lot of destruction in the wedding and it was just like, it was devastating. So my whole point is, is that the reason I believe that happened was because I didn't do a very good job teaching other people how to treat me. I didn't. And a lot of people love to, they want to take that away from me. Because when you hear what happened at my wedding, like, it was rough, guys. Um, But the whole point is, is that they're like, no, Ange, it's not your fault. It's not your fault. And this is the thing is, I'm not saying that it's my fault. But I take responsibility for what I allowed to happen in my life. What I allowed to happen. What I allowed other people to do and how they treated me. This, the me and right now, I've done so much work on myself. I would have never allowed that behavior, ever. It would have never even gotten to that point. 
But the old me, what happened was, is when you look at my energy chart, I had what was called a lot of the one energy. So again, you can download the energy communication guide and you'll know what I'm talking about. I'll link that too in the details if you don't have it. And this energy is a lot of, like, it's a lot of being at the effect of life and it's a lot of um, insecurity and doubt and uh, folding. Like when you experience challenges, you either withdraw and disengage or you just like fold and give up and you let someone else kind of take over. And I had a lot of that in my life. I was already filled with a lot of insecurity walking into the marriage. You know, I came from a very different family than my husband's family. I grew up in extreme poverty. My husband didn't deal with that. I had just a lot of my own insecurities and my own stuff in my head you know, walking into this marriage. And there was a lot of things that were said that really triggered those insecurities for me. So when the bullying and the crazy behavior started, I just let it be. I didn't do anything about it because I was just already at that low place. So my point is, is that had I taught people how to treat me, that would have never happened. I would have been like, no, you do not talk to me that way. That's not, that's not how I'm going to, I'm not going to allow that behavior around me. And it took me, y'all, it took me years to get to that point. Years. Because I was so focused on what I was going to lose. And that was the one, the low energy kicking in versus what I was going to gain. Then I finally got to a point a few years later where I was like, this is not okay. I will not be around anyone who treats me this way. And I came from this higher place. It was still, it's still catabolic energy, but it's higher than where I was. And I was like, I, I drew the line. And that changed everything. And it improved my, my marriage. It improved because of the effects of the family stuff. Like hands down, I really believe I have an amazing marriage. I, I'm so proud of my marriage that I've created with my husband. But it's taken a lot of work around some family things and stuff like that. And drawing boundaries and me being um, sure of myself, you know? So that's where, like, when I finally did that, it was like everything changed. And people started treating me differently because they're like, this girl ain't going to deal with that, you know? And I wasn't going to anymore. And I noticed the shift in even in my work, too. Now it's like when I'm taking on opportunities, I show up from this place of I know what I want. I know my vision. I'm clear on that vision. I look at what's in alignment with that. I, I say like this either honors my values or it doesn't. And I'm clear about what I'll do and what I'll not do. I used to not be that person. So now when opportunities come my way, it's just a very different feeling of it is different kind of respect that I've noticed people have for me because I'm showing up from a higher energy place versus being at the effect of life. And I've seen this with my clients too. Like let's say earlier on in our coaching where they might be like, yeah, I'll take whatever, you know, whatever opportunity. Oh, okay. That sounds that whatever they think will work good. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Because then you're approaching it from this low energy place, being at the effect of life versus intentionally designing your life. And that's the work that I want to do with my clients is get them to be at higher energy levels where they stand for something. They stand for the life that they want and they're willing to advocate for it. You know, that's what this work is about. So the other tip I have for you is to state what it is you want and make it clear to other people. Like when I did that around like this is the behavior, this is how I would like to be treated. And if, if that's not if that's not something you're able to do, then I will choose to step away from the situation. I didn't make it about them. I wasn't hating about it, that them. It was more about me. It was like what I am willing to tolerate in my life. And I just kept bringing it back to me 
and using that language. This is what I am willing to do. You know, so that's, it's also, you need to be really intentional about how you approach these, these situations in your communication. Like what energetic place are you coming from when you draw these boundaries or when you state what it is that you desire? You don't want to be coming from the low place. And that's some of the other work that I do with my clients is, I mean, most of it is around communication. Which energy are you showing up for when you ask for what it is you want, when you negotiate for what it is you want, or when you deny something that you, you don't want? Are you coming from this place of like love and you believe that this is the best thing for you and that person? Or are you coming from this place of like, I'm annoyed and I'm, I'm just not doing this or forget you kind of thing, you know, because... You don't want to be putting that kind of energy out there. That's why it's so important before you make a big switch in your life that you can do it, that you can do the energy work and you can do it from a higher energy place. I've said this on the show too, where you want your good buys to be good buys, to be good ones, not you leaving from that low energy state with anything. I really feel that way. Even in relationships, I know it can be really hard to end relationships, but can you do it from a place of love if you are going to end it? Like love for yourself or love for the other person or just love and honor for the life that you really want. I'm not saying that makes it easy. I'm just saying which energy are you approaching it from? Are you coming from that low place? F you, get out of my life place. You know what I mean? It's very different. And the reason why this is so important is because that energy that you leave with is going to determine, I believe, what's to come. So that's where a lot of my clients, and I've also made this mistake, and this is why with a lot of my clients, I'm very adamant on making their goodbyes good ones because I've been the person who's let my lower energy take over and have left situations where not from a good place. And that's some of my biggest regrets, like around different past work situations or just... um, Different relate mostly my regrets around different relationship stuff is tolerating behavior for too long that was not in alignment with my vision of who I wanted to be or how I wanted to be treated. And that's my prayer for like my future children is that they don't tolerate behavior that isn't in alignment with how they want to feel and who, who they want to be in this world, that they draw they draw the line and they intentionally d- design their life ber- versus being at the effect of it. And the other thing that is hard to say is that what you're experiencing in your life, you've allowed, you've allowed to come in. And that, ooh, that can trigger a lot of people. And I get that when they're like, oh, I'm not saying it's your fault, but I'm saying that even energetically, something has allowed that to happen in your life. And I can say this from a place of I've had a lot of really hard things happen in my life that I don't always talk about on the podcast, not appropriate really. It's not a therapy session, you know, but like I can say it from that place of experiencing those things. And when you get to this point where you're like, I'm the person that's responsible for designing my life and the life that I want, it's so powerful to be in that space. And then anything becomes accessible to you and you start to truly see so much opportunity. And I'm telling you right now, if you're listening and you're like, I just don't feel that way. I don't see a lot of opportunity in my life. It's only an energy thing. It's not because anything is wrong with you. It's just because of where your energy is right now. That's it. It creates these blinders for you. But once you can start to do that shift up, so much is available to you and you feel so good. And I know we've all been in that state where we've we've created something and we're like in the flow, in the zone. You know what I mean? 
and like time is just passing by you just feel so good like that's that higher energy or you're in that space where you feel like you can be your true self you don't have to fake it like you can just be yourself and it feels so good that you're not afraid of judgment like we all love that we love that in other people when I see other people showing up on like Instagram or TikTok or something like that and they're out there just like being themselves like you feel the energy and you're like oh that feels really good I want more of that one of the most common statements I've heard my clients say over the years is I wish that I could just be myself in any environment. And it's like, well, you can. You have permission to do that. But somewhere along the way, they believe that they couldn't. And I even remember past relationships I was in where I didn't show up as my real self because I was thinking like that person wouldn't like that or I didn't say how I really you know, felt around something or even, and I'm not just talking about like relationship with a significant other. I'm talking about even relationships like with friends and things like that because I was worried about how that person would perceive me or even like other people, like elders in my life because I was worried they would like judge me and think that I was, I don't know, going to hell or something. I'm just saying this because there's certain beliefs that I have around even my faith that I know other people would be like, yeah, that's not biblical or something. I don't know. I mean, I have my own personal relationship with God and I'm all about the Bible, but there's definitely things that people would disagree with me on around things that I really value in my life or love. But that's that's the reality. It's like so many like so many people are going to disagree with you. There was a friend of mine that was talking about wanting to put his work out there in the world, but he was afraid of people criticizing him or saying mean things. And it's like we don't got time for that to like not share our gifts with the world for the few haters that are out there, because then you're robbing all these other people who actually want to hear your stuff you know, of the joy and the benefit of hearing that or how it might help them. So you're going to let the, the fear win over the love? No, don't let the fear overcome the love. And that's the thing too. If you're tolerating behavior that you don't like, then it's because you're letting the fear win over love, over love of yourself, over love of anyone else. Because also what is best for someone else is you speaking your truth too from a very loving place around how you want to be treated. Because then you otherwise you just build resentment around that other person. You know, and I was doing that for a long time in some of my close relationships. And it was like that catabolic energy would just build up. I was holding on to uh, past just frustrations around how they've showed up instead of just like releasing that. And that continued to allow me to suffer every time I saw the people. I was annoyed by them. I was triggered by it, just thinking about the past. And that's like, again, generation of catabolic energy. But when you switch it and you're like, this is how I want to be treated. And you, you, you communicate with them and either you can show up and you can treat, this, treat me this way or I will choose to step away from the situation or do whatever thing, then things get better. And the same is true around... I'm the person that like, let's say like family gatherings and stuff, I, I always got to be moving around and I know that can be really annoying to people around like, let's say everybody's chilling and they're just like watching TV together. I'm the person that I can chill for so long and then I want to get up and start moving around and uh, I'm the person that's very health conscious. So I'll be like doing exercises and doing, going for walks or I'll just want to take time away by myself. And I used to get so frustrated and that ener the catabolic energy would build up because 
I was like, I felt like I was not being myself and I would just try to sit down with everybody else. So I didn't look like I was antisocial or whatever. And then I got to the point where I'm like, I'm going to communicate to other people that this is me. Like, hey, just so y'all know, I struggle with sitting down. So I'm going to be moving around. I really value exercising in my house. So you are going to see me probably exercising in the morning. Or if I go to bed early, it's not because I don't want to spend time with you, but it's because I'm like a grandma in a 30-something-year-old body. Like, I like to go to bed early, and I like to get up early, and all that. So when I communicated those things, it was people showed up differently. because. But when I didn't communicate it, I would build up resentment, and I would start to behave in a way that I didn't want to behave. And then um, they felt that catabolic energy. I was annoyed. And then, or if I did do what I wanted, but I didn't communicate it, then they thought that I was antisocial. Versus just communicating like, hey, this is what works best for me. This is how I can show up best. So that's just, that's some things that I want you to be thinking about. How are you teaching other people to treat you and are you? Because if other people are annoying you or you find yourself very triggered by them in certain situations, I want this to come back to you and not be about blaming and hating on them. How are you teaching them to treat you? And as this holiday season is coming up, really think about that. What do you need to show up to be your best self? And are you not doing the thing to help you show up and be your best self because you're worried about what someone else is thinking about you? I've even seen this with my clients around food, like, you know, them saying no to certain food that other people are bringing in because they're trying to follow a certain meal plan or eat a certain way. And they're like, oh, I don't want to like upset them. It's like, but then what are, you, what are you doing? You're generating catabolic energy for yourself because you're not being true to yourself. And if you're not being true to yourself, that is out of alignment. So how can you communicate what you want from a place of love? And this is the other thing. You are not responsible for how other people perceive you. You are not. But the more that you live in alignment with who you want to be, the more your energy is higher and the more that they'll even benefit from that because they feel that positive energy. It might not be a quick shift for them right away, but that's the ultimate place to be, is acting like the person you actually want to be. All right, so strategies. Uh, Let's go with number one. Ooh, I forgot to mention this. But showing up from a place of humor, like if you're trying to communicate with someone about something, you can take responsibility and make it about you. Like, let's say that I was just talking to one of my clients about this. You know who you are. About like, let's say that you are very particular about how you want someone to be when they're working around you. And so what you can do is just you take responsibility for that. Like, hey, I know I'm a we- I'm like, I'm, I'm a weirdo about this, but you know how I like you make a joke about it and be like, I just really care about this. And you can like, Call it a certain name, like the Ange way of doing something and get that other person to laugh about it. But like instead of like saying they're doing something wrong, make it be about you, that you're weird or particular about certain things. I've noticed that shift has happened when like I used to, I am weird about stuff though, let's be real. But like I, like let's say we go stay in an Airbnb and like someone gives you a cup or a plate and I'm about like, I got to rinse it off before I eat it, like eat off of it or drink out of it. So even though it's like it might be a clean dish and I'm, I'm like this in even other people's houses, which I feel like can be like they might perceive it as like I don't trust the way they, they cleaned it. I don't know. It's just like an OCD behavior I have. So I'm always doing it. I'd have it anyways. So I've had people actually take offense to that. And it makes sense 
But then I got to the point where I was like, hey, just so y'all know, I'm just weird like this. It doesn't matter who you are. I have like OCD about this. I will be washing things before I eat it. Don't matter. And they like laugh about it. And then they're like, I know you're weird. And then now I like bring it back on myself. So that's another way of, of doing this um, is making jokes about it and bringing humor into it. So you're asking for what you want, but approaching it from a higher energy place of humor. That's a good strategy to use to teach other people how to treat you. Okay. And the next thing is, is what do I have here? Teaching people how to work best with you. I've had some clients actually write out guides of how to work best with them. Like these are my pet peeves. These are the best ways to communicate with me. That, That kind of stuff. I've done the same. Even if you've worked with me as a one-on-one client, you know one of my beginning intro sessions is all about how to work best with me and how I communicate best, how to best reach me, what to do to make this process process more successful, like those kinds of things. So that helps our relationship, teaches other people how to treat you. I also did this back in the day when I used to have roommates, when I was looking for roommates to live in my house. I remember I had a series of crazy roommates, bad roommate stories over the years. And it was because I did not communicate with them how to be and what annoyed me. So then I got to the point where I had this whole list of things where I was like, these are things that basically these are my top pet peeves. Just so you know, versus later on getting resentful towards them where they had no idea that I could not stand muddy shoes around the house, you know, stuff like that. Or if you put like shoes on the counter or like set the vacuum on the counter or like, I don't know, just weird things that I I just don't like. And I'm a germaphobe, okay? Anyways, um, so I communicated those things to people and it changed everything. It changed our relationships. Like I would just be open about it and we would laugh about it. Like, okay, yeah, I get it. Versus being resentful about it after they did it, which a lot of us are showing up that way. So teach other people how to treat you. Even writing a guide as a new manager or a new leader in an organization, that's really helpful so that people know about you. And it's like, hey, I'm the person that doesn't accept calls after 5 p.m. Or I'm the person that whatever it is, whatever your boundaries are, but like making sure it's clearly communicated, even to your significant other, what it is that works well for you and what doesn't. Because a lot of times people are getting mad, but they're not communicating and teaching other people how to treat them. All right, so you can have a guide to do that. And then the other strategy I had was like using the questions to shift. So before they come to you, there's a question that they answer. Like we talked about uh, what what have you done that you've, that what did you do since we last spoke that made you really proud? Or what are you most proud of? Um, what are you grateful for? Any of those kinds of questions will help shift the energy. What was the last thing that made you laugh? You know, there's a lot of icebreakers that I do when I facilitate different groups that are high energy focus. What brought you joy today? Stuff like that. That's an example of me shifting the energy before we move on to whatever else we're doing. And those are things that you can do in any environment that you're in. Let's say you're, you're out to eat with people and they, you hear that they're just gossiping. They're talking crap about a bunch of people. You can ask a new question that shifts everything. You can be like, what are your favorite recipes? for the holiday that's coming up and you get people excited about talking about the things that they love to eat and they love to make that brings their energy up that's that's being very intentional about the energy around you a lot of times people complain because other people are complaining 
but they're not doing the work to help shift the energy around them. Even like someone really close to me in my life who often complains on the phone, I've had other people say they don't want to talk to them because that's all they hear. And I'm like, I don't really have that problem with them because I shift the energy every time I'm talking to them. Tell me what else you're excited about. What's coming up? Like I'm shifting it to that. That's so good, especially if you're in any environment where you're working with humans. If you can shift that energy, uh, it's such a gift to you. It's just such a gift to them. And there's so many ways that you can do it. And we give you examples on the energy communication guide. But the more that you learn about your energy, the more that you can learn what's triggering you to the lower levels and other strategies by taking an energy assessment. That can be really helpful to you. All right, cool. And the, uh, the benefit of the energy assessment right now, the special is $4.97. You get the assessment, you do a debrief for an hour and a half, and you get two additional sessions. If you compare that to any other coaching package, you will see that's a significant cost savings just for you to be aware of your own energy. That's such a gift for you to walk away from within your life, that knowledge. All right, y'all. I hope you enjoyed this episode and it got you thinking about how you're teaching other people to treat you. And if you notice behavior that you don't like, that means, again, that you got to figure out ways to teach them how to treat you. Or it might just be like, okay, I've I've communicated to them and now I know that this is just not going to be a good situation because it's like they're not going to change their ways. If you really see that, then it's like, all right, then for yourself, what are you going to do about it? What are you going to do differently so that you're not exposed to that on a regular basis? And that might be like you shifting, you know, out of the situation or limiting your time with someone. We know all of us got to do that at times with certain people. All right, y'all. Again, hope you enjoyed this episode. I will talk to you soon. Have an amazing day. 